Buenos días, señores y señoritas, y bienvenidos al J-House Radio. Y hoy, como siempre, tenemos el, el, el hombre más fabuloso, KJ. Dile hola a todo mundo. ¡Ey! ¡Huepa! Let's go. Y, y como siempre, yo soy Lowe's, la otra persona que está trabajando aquí, hablando mucho, pupú, para todo el mundo. Welcome everybody to J House Radio episode 23. That's what Lo said. And you know, long story short, that's what Lo said. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I told you the most spectacular man. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. See my see my see my Spanish is really rusty. I need to get better with it. Um yeah, but how's because it... you stopped dating Puerto Rican women, that's why. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Before you used to roll your R's, you're like, que rico. Now you now you're just like, yeah, man, it's good, whatever. <laughs> Literally, literally. But how's it going, Lowe's? How are you doing, man? What's what's new, man? It's we're recording the day after Father's Day, so happy belated Father's Day to uh, to everybody. Um, but how was your weekend? Father's Day wasn't that great for me. My father passed away two years ago, no, three years ago. Oh yeah. So Father's Day is kind of empty for me. Yeah, I understand that. I'm sorry to hear that too, man. Once again. Um, no, with my dad, it was always real simple. Like Father's Day for us, we just go out, grab a cup of coffee, crack a couple jokes, you know, that was it. Yeah. But that was very laid back. So that's cool. You know, yeah, my it was simple. Yeah, my Father's Day was uh, just pretty simple. You know, just stayed home with the kids, ate a lot of food, uh, played the last of us. Buy you a tie. Buy me a tie. Oh, goodness mm -hmm. gracious, no. <laughs> um no they actually you know fathers get the worst presents on father's day yeah no my kids actually uh the kids and the missus actually got me a uh, keychain and it says uh I, I love you daddy or something on it and it has like a, a a wrench a screwdriver and like a hammer on it you know for like fathers you know that's okay. all that's all we're good for is fixing things um so yeah they had that on it well, that and getting yelled at yeah that too you know <laughs> I can't believe you let my kid do that. Yeah. <laughs> but did he die? No. So everything's okay. He's alive. He's walking. So what? His arm is, you know, like limping like that. Just, you know, pull it back into place. It'll be okay. It's just the cast that makes a good story when he's older. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're great parents, guys. We're, we're definitely great parents. Um, yeah, no, that's jokes because I'm one of those. Because I helped raise my godchildren, I was one of those, like, utterly cautious parents. Oh, really? Oh yeah, I wouldn't helicopter them, but I would like to be with a telescope looking at what they're doing. <laughs> oh man. So um what you been up to, man? What have you um you know we're, we're gonna start off with our PWLs. Um I'm gonna go first since you're okay. since uh you're grubbing down right now. Um what I put what I'm playing right now is The Last of Us Two. Um and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think this might be one of the best games of this generation, to be honest with you. Um, I played The Last of Us 1. It's basically, for anybody who doesn't know, The Last of Us is a zombie apocalypse and with a big, great story to it, basically. So it, it's what you would get if you were to make a really good Walking Dead video game, basically. Um, it's a great yeah, but game. Aren't people like sick of The Walking Dead? Uh, it's kind of like the same thing. People are sick. Um, and it's pretty much the same scenario. You, you have to worry about zombies. You have to worry about other, you know, groups of people who are trying to survive as well. Basically, it's a great storytelling. Uh, it's a really brutal game. 
it's really brutal. There's some topics in there. There's some things that happen in there that's really not for the weak at heart. Um, like what? Uh, as far as brutality, it's just, you know, the killing, the murdering. It's just they hold no punches. Literally no punches. Um, it's really grotesque. A lot of blood. And a lot of people were a little iffy about the uh, uh, gay storyline between one of the main characters and her girlfriend. Uh, they thought that would make a lot of people uncomfortable, which today, if you're still uncomfortable with that, I just I just don't get it. Um, I'm... I do get it, and I'll tell you why. Okay, why do you get it? People are uncomfortable with it when it's presented in the wrong way. If a character just happens to be gay, nobody cares. But if they make a big deal out of it, people care. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah, Last of Us Part Two is a great game, man. Um, it's it's one of those games that you don't play, you experience. Um, it's 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 really story driven, so it's not your typical run around just shooting up zombies and things like that. I mean, you do that, but it's really story heavy, so it might not be for a lot of people. But um, that's actually going to be my recommendation for today is Last of Us Two. If you are a PS4 on, uh, owner, uh, you never played Last of Us, try Last of Us One, see if it's for you. And I would definitely recommend Last of Us 2. It's just one hell of an experience. I, I brought it on Friday, and I've literally been playing all weekend. I couldn't put the controller down. It, it, it feels like you're literally playing a uh, film. So it's impeccable. You got to check it out. Um, that, you know what? Now I want to check. I'm going to watch some playthroughs because of the way you describe the game. Oh, yeah, check it out. I mean, I even have some VODs, too, on Twitch. So, like, if you want to check out... Because I, I streamed it, like, the past few days. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Like I said, it's not for everybody. A lot of people aren't going to take it well. So, um, but that's what I'm playing. Uh, what I'm watching, uh, I just watched The Grudge, the uh, 2020 version of it. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a remake or... I don't know if it's really Listen, considered I, a sequel. I just watched a trailer for it, and it's the first time in a long time I was like, I want to see that horror movie. That's and, really surprising. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm going to make sure my girlfriend watches it with me, because she loves horror movies. And poor thing, like, she feels like she can't watch horror movies around me because I don't like them. But this time, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, watching that. I mean, I thought it was good. I was expecting a little more. Um, it does have some scenes that will scare the hell out of you and that will catch you off guard. Um, but I felt a little short-sighted and I'm not trying to like temper your expectations going into it. I just, I was just expecting a little more from it, you know, um, Scott Harold from Harold and Kumar. And it's so hard for me to see him in a serious thing. Even to this day, as many serious films that he's been in, every time I see him, I just keep thinking of White Castle every time. Hey man, he was, he was also Mr. Sulu in the Star Trek reboot. Yes, I forgot about that. Oh man, yeah, it's 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 just so hard to, to see him outside of White Castle. I can't help it. <laughs> no, like I have no problem seeing Harold like that. Kumar, on the other hand, that's yeah. what I'm watching. What I'm listening to, you'd be surprised. I'm actually listening to music now. I know, pretty weird. Wow, miracle. I know. When you said that last week, you was like, man, like you just don't listen to music anymore. I was like, you know what, Los is right. I need to start listening to music more. So. uh I kept hearing about Travis Scott and I wanted to check him out and I checked him out. He has like maybe like a handful of songs. I thought that was decent. Like he has some songs where he can show some flow. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, he's not, he's not my kind of guy. And that's part of the reason why I don't listen to a lot of new music. Cause a lot of the, the new music just doesn't fit what I'm into. 
Uh, he's not my style of music that I would choose to listen to, but he does have a few songs where I'm like, man, that's it's pretty good. Either I like how he flowed on it, I like how he was talking about, um, but other than that, overall, he's definitely not somebody that I could really could just say, all right, let me go pop in some Travis Scott. Like, it's just not my style. But I am trying to take, I'm trying to take more chances and testing out, you know, new artists, uh, checking out artists who are coming back. Like Lady Gaga has a new album out. Uh, I'll probably just really? check it out. Yeah, apparently she has a new album that came out, I think, a few weeks ago. Um, so I used to like her music back in the day, you know. Um, but I, I haven't. I, I never found her. I mean, I, I was never too crazy about her, but she has some songs where I was like, all right, that's, it's okay, you know. I, I would never just like sit down and rock out like an entire album. But she she has some some decent tracks back in the day, and uh, she her style has changed drastically. She's more poppy a little bit. Um, okay. But uh, she's another she's an, another artist that I want to check out and see like what's new, what's different with her, you know. But uh, so yeah, that's that's you know, my PWO. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, playing. <clears throat> what I'm playing is DC Online. Okay. You ever heard of that? DC Online. That's that. Uh, it's like an <laughs> RPG kind of game. I yeah, think. Yeah. Exactly yeah, yeah. What it is? I played that so long ago. I think on like PS. Three, maybe. Well, it's on the Switch, and um. Oh yeah, it is. I forgot about that. So what happened was I was, you know, how they always have the news that pops up on the Switch. Yeah. So I always click on it, skim through it, and close it. And this time I popped up on it, and it said free to play. Okay. I was like, DC Online is free to play. Is this the same DC Online that I saw like a hundred years ago? <laughs> One hundred years like, ago. I was like, it's free to play. Let me just check it out. Yeah. And I started playing it, and I'm not that thrilled about it. Really? Was that yeah. was that was that literally your, your first time ever playing it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I so, I did the same thing. I played it on uh PS3, I think it was. Like I said, it, it just it just felt underwhelmed. It just wasn't a lot going on. Graphic quality the wasn't that great. Yes, Graf- graphics, graphics are horrible. Is crappy. <laughs> uh, it looks like a PS um, three, PS two kind ish. Mm-hmm. You know, like a really good PS two game or a really bad PS three game. Yeah, that's how I feel like the graphics are. Yeah, um, it responds a little slow, um, but I was going to give it. Like I've only played it for two days. Yeah, so maybe a grand total of an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Okay. So I'm going to give it up to hour five, and if by hour five I don't like it, I'm deleting it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm trying to find other things like other games to to kind of get into because uh, I've noticed that I'm a little first person shooter fatigued right now. Um, I haven't been playing Overwatch. I haven't been playing Valorant or Apex, and I'm kind of getting tired of first person shooters. I, I kind of want to start diving into RPGs more. I want to start diving into RTSs, um, you know, uh, real time strategy, and like platformers like i just, I just want to start playing different games that's it I, I feel like i'm, I'm actually tired thinking of, of getting um <clears throat> assassin's creed odyssey really that's i love a... assassin's creed i loved assassin's creed until black flag came out you didn't like and black then, flag what is wrong with I, you i could care less about what don't put me on a boat i could care oh less. man i love black flag is one don't of my favorite put... assassin's creed games oh turn right oh turn left get next to them to shoot cannons i don't care let me sneak oh, up on somebody and cut their throat with a knife. I'm good. But put me on a boat, I could care less. I'm really surprised 
Wow. I thought you would have liked that kind of game, to be honest. I thought you would have liked I it. Listen, I tried it in Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. Um, what made me stop playing it was, um, I think it was the third or fourth uh, time you get on a boat and you got to sink another boat. And I was like, done. Could care less about the boat. Wow. I'm really surprised. I don't want it. I could care less about the boat. What I'm watching is the show on Apple Plus. My uh, girlfriend got uh, Apple Plus for a year free, thanks to uh, uh, T-Mobile. Nice. And we started watching the show by M. Night Shyamalan called The Servants. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I think I watched like... Yo. I watched like two minutes of the first episode, and I had to go do something. I never got back to it yet. Get back to it. Here's really? The thing. As a filmmaker... I'm like, oh my god, I love all the techniques, I love the angles, the lighting is perfect, the way the story moves, like, you know, uh, how the music is just right to set a mood, like, from a filmmaker standpoint, you're like, this is excellent. Yeah. But then the story gets you so wrapped up, you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is going on? I think we've seen three episodes. Yeah. Right? And I'm dying, and, and my girlfriend and I made a pact. Like, I can't watch it without her. Okay. So, like, I am I need to find the moment where we could watch it together. Yeah. Because I am fucking hooked. Well, hooked. well, the thing is, I, and you might hate me for this, but I'm not a big fan of M. Night Shyamalan. I think his movies are horrible. Um, not all of them. Which one did you like? I'm curious. I want to hear this. This makes sense. He made that? That's him. I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. The problem with him is he believed his own hype. And he just thought, oh, I'll just make a twist here. I'll just make everything. <laughs> and what's the other one with uh, Bruce Willis about superheroes? Um, Glass. That's another one he made. Okay. Okay. And the one where some fairy was living in a pool... Living in a pool. complex. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know what that one is. I don't know I'll what that one it. is. I'll find it later. Um, but yeah. Generally, M. Night Shyamalan is just like, I don't know if he smokes too much, drinks too much, <laughs> has he, like trauma from a child, but. He um, does. He does too much of something. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, because some twists are just, you know, stupid. Yeah, like his. his, he, his... He, he, I'm sorry. He's go ahead. like J.J. Abrams. You know how J.J. Abrams he goes, we need a mystery box to make everything wonderful. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We just need good stories. Like I said, I've never been a big fan of M. Night Shyamalan. I thought some of his films were okay. Um, like you said, um, the one with uh, Bruce Willis was good. I didn't know he made that film. So, yep. uh, But other than that, he's never been... Some of his films weren't really always that great. Like They, they just seemed... Just weird, odd, and I don't know. I, I just didn't like him outside of that film. What the hell? If you, if He's carrying the... Look wait, at his, what? What happened? The way he was... Oh, that's a fake baby. Bro, you have to watch it. There's such a twist in it. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, for all my audio listeners, we're, we're looking at the trailer of the survey, and I'm just a little surprised by what's happening. And I'm like, what is, what is this going... Like, I'm confused. By what's happening right now. I might actually have to watch this now because this looks really Yo. interesting. 
I have to watch Yo. this. Listen, M. Night Shyamalan, like, technically as a filmmaker, awesome, great shots. Like, he knows how to build a mood and stuff like that, but the story goes fucking... I can see that. I can see that. It looks it looks twisted. Looks really twisted. Oh my god. And uh, the redhead from Harry Potter. Yeah. The main character, one of the main characters. Yeah, Weasley, Ron Weasley. Okay. Oh, he's in this. He's in this. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that now. This looks really good, actually. It looks twisted. Yo, it is good. It is fucking twisted as sin, but it's really good. I'm surprised that Apple TV has that on their uh, service because you know how Apple TV like Apple is really particular about their services like that. So, I mean, like they're I like their shows that they put on their service. So I'm surprised that they put yeah. something like that on there. All right, let's jump into a random fact real quick. Um, I'm not sure if you have one, but I'm going to start off with mine. I have one. All right, let's hear yours first. Go for it. OK, pharaohs used to dip their slaves in honey so insects would be attracted to them. And leave the pharaoh alone. Really? That's really random. Where did you find that? Is, <laughs> you said random fact, right? That is like <laughs> random to like the twentieth power. <laughs> like I would, I wouldn't, I would have never thought of that. Hey man, I had to Google <laughs> a lot of sites to get that fact. Oh man, that's really I interesting. I have another one, and I okay. have another one that that parents will, will will definitely go. Oh yeah, that's true. Hey, go for it. That. Little kids ask 300 questions a day. Oh, I believe it. I totally believe it. I'm, I'm curious in chat. Anybody who has kids, like, would you say that that's true? Would you say that your kids literally ask you, what is it, 30, 20 questions a day? 300. Oh, 300? 300. Like one kid? One kid. That's a lot of questions. <laughs> that's think a lot of questions. It. No, no, no. But, but think about it. Okay. Daddy, can I have that cereal? Okay. Daddy, can I have some sugar with it? Daddy, can I have some milk? Daddy, oh, I'm yeah. go out and play. Daddy, what time is it? Daddy, I don't feel so good. What do you think it is? I think you. I think if you. Water, son. If you. If you put it that way, then yeah, I can think see about that. it. Kids ask three hundred questions a day. Kids say the darnest things, chat. All right. So, what's your random fact? My my random fact would be that uh, is game related, as always. Although relatively old, and I'm quoting from facts.net, although relatively old in the console game, the PS2 has outsold every other console in existence to this point. Uh, as of the last record in 2012, sales have reached $150 million. What? The PS2. The PS2. The PS2 is the most sold console to date. I can see I, that, I, though. The PS2 I, I, was classic. It has some bangers. I would think the NES would do it. Would be it? Really? No. I mean, the NES was amazing for its time. It was. But the but PS. But how many? But how many little versions of the NES and the Super NES can you buy today with the games already built in? I mean, true. But I don't know how much of that. Like, if it's one of those consoles that you get from like Walmart, it depends if it's like from Nintendo or not. Like directly from Nintendo and not some knockoff company. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? That's true. That's true. So, but yeah, the uh, PS2, I can see that the PS2 had a lot of great RPGs. That's one of my favorite consoles of all time. Final Fantasy VII was on the PS2. Like, I, I never can see that. The Final Fantasy. I don't like all the Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy VII is the one that's my favorite, though. Hands no, down. it's that turn based gaming. 
Yeah, the uh, t- turn-based did kind of get kind of annoying after a while, and, and I kind of fell off of that franchise. I fell off RPGs in general because turn-based just kind of like it kind of wore me out a little bit. I just kind of got tired of it. But the uh, it newer, just feels slow. It, it is it is very slow, and sometimes you just you don't want to get into a battle. You just want to. All right, I just want to get to my mission, and you're constantly getting into a random battle, random battle, random battle. Exactly. Um, but the newer RPGs are kind of getting away from that like you don't see too many i mean there still are some turn-based games out there but it's not nowhere near as repetitive as the old school ones so again i haven't played them in forever so i couldn't even answer <laughs> um, um so yeah i that's was always turned off fact. by that yeah i mean i don't know why i mean i i final fantasy 7 had that but i was always addicted to that game i have no idea why that would usually turn me off now but for some reason back in the day it, it didn't turn me off i was into it so the first news topic i want to jump into and los this is kind of like this is a really big topic because me and you are really big apple fans uh apple is uh leaving intel chips and they're going to be working on developing their own chips uh they have already developed their own chips um this or shall i say news- for their desktop and laptop products i know they have their own chips for like the iphone and stuff oh it's the same chip what do you mean it's the same chip in their laptops uh, yeah they use the they use intel well, no but I, what what they're going to be switching to is the same chipset uh-huh. that you'll find in your ipad pro and your iphone it's just more powerful because it has more power like more electricity so what happens is uh, Intel for the past two years has slowed down the speed of their chips. Yes. And have. Apple felt very left behind. Yeah. Because what they were doing was they were selling their i9s, i8 chips to other companies and was only giving Apple deals on i5s, i6s, i7s. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure about the i8s. So then Apple was like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. If you can't give us what we want, we're going to leave you. And Intel kind of laughed it off. Yeah. Because the closest uh, competitor they have is, um, oh, damn, who makes these chips again? The Armset chips? Yeah. Um, isn't that isn't that through Apple? Doesn't Apple make the Armset no, no, chips? No. no, we're talking specifically for PCs. I, I forget who makes them. Okay. So what happens is um, the not the newest iPad Pro, but the one previous to it, the one I have, okay, um, it's actually faster than an iPad Air from two or three years ago. Oh wow! So now Apple was looking at the performance of it, okay. and so then Apple started experimenting with adding, and this is in, internally, they started experimenting with adding a keyboard and a mouse to it. Okay. They started experimenting with doing different things with it. How much could they do on an iPad? Pro, that's very much like a laptop. And they found out, other than interface, pieces of the interface, yeah, you can pretty much replace your 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 MacBook Air um, with an iPad. So hmm. they were like, "Why are we bothering with Intel then?" So then they just started to little by little um, rewrite the OS. Mm-hmm. Um, build all the tools to transform your Intel-based software uh, over to um, the eight, Apple's ARM 8 chips. Okay. And then they just decided to do the whole transfer. They're like, screw this. We're no, we don't need you, Intel. 
Yeah. Because obviously you thought you didn't need us. So now we are now have the fastest chipset in the world, and we're going to use it for our laptop, our desktop, so our, our tablets, and our phones. So my question is this. So well, I have two questions about this because um, I don't know too much about like chipsets and things like that. Like I'm still learning like PC hardware. Um, is this going to make Apple laptops cheaper or more expensive? That's my first question. Um, it is not known currently. But okay. if we follow the model of when Apple went to the, the Motorola chips. Yeah. Uh, the Motorola Power PC chips. Actually, if you go back to the Motorola uh, 6800 series, and then they went to the Power PC chips, the price didn't change because the processor was the same. When they went from the Power PC chips to the Intel chips, mm-hmm. the price actually dropped. Um, and now moving over to the ARM architecture, it's going to drop. Again, it's what they're predicting. Um, even if it doesn't drop but stays the same, your the new uh macbook air will be the fastest macbook air ever built wow if you think about it um the new ipad just regular ipad is a thousand times faster a thousand times stronger in the graphics end Mm. um on an ipad in the original one uh and i forget i think the processing time is like uh, what did it say again? Something like 10,000 times faster, the processor. Uh-huh. You got to think about it. Um, these chips are made to be portable. They're made to be fast. They're made to be quick. It's a different language. Yeah. Um, so everything's cleaner. And moving over to this architecture is a really good idea. So- Apple needed it because Apple was falling far behind. So do you think, so like, how do you think this is going to change like Apple in general, like as far as their products, like, is it, is it really going to be that much of a difference in power as like, let's say for me getting an Apple, a MacBook pro, am I going to see a difference in power or is it going to be like a slight difference? Is it worth it? No, you're going to see an absolutely huge difference. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Think about this. All right. Um, on my iPad pro. I can do close to everything I can do on, on, on my desktop. Okay. But um, a lot of it's so much faster on my iPad. Yeah. And my laptop is 2018. Yeah. You know, everything runs smoother. I don't get any real crashes on it. Okay. Um, I can have all these apps in the background. I can communicate with the world with it. I just feel like my iPad is responsive. It's quick. You know, I don't like as I, I don't have to wait for a lag, you know, and even Chrome, which is a crappy browser, yeah. runs great on my iPad, not so great on my desktop. I just kind of think it's a smarter move. Um, and it's going to have integrated um, Apple graphics and mm. things like that. I just think it's a better move. When Apple's in total control of the product, Apple has a tendency to make a better product. Yeah. And um, what's pushing them forward was the ipad and the iphone yeah so they're gonna want to push that chipset forward because their money is on the ipad and the iphone it's not in mac os it's not in the mac anymore yeah it really is in the ipad 
and and the iPhone. And the other thing too is with the new um, desktops that are using the, the I think it's going to use the A13 chip or the A16 chip. Okay. All your iOS apps now running your Mac. Really? Yeah. And think about this also. It's going to work the other way around. Now your Mac apps are going to run on your iPad. Really? That's see now that's like. So do you think now me personally, I do a lot of video editing. I do a lot of like sound editing and things like that. So is it possible that I can possibly, it might not be intuitive, but run like, um, damn, what's the name of that program? The, um, logic logic on like an iPad logic is already running on the new architecture. Bonica pro is already running the new architecture. Um, that's iOS. Yeah, the, the, the whole Mac OS is running in the new architecture. Microsoft Office is already made a version for the new Mac. That's going to be uh, so interesting. Uh, I can't uh, wait. Adobe, Adobe, I think, is 60 days or 90 days away from beta testing their their whole uh, creative suites on... I can't uh, wait. ...on the new Mac. I mean, now, we don't know... And the thing is, and the thing is too, with the new Mac, you can still run your old software. Oh yeah, I could. Well, I would. I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we did. Did they announce when they're going to start rolling out these uh, new chipsets? Uh, end of the year, they said they're gonna that they should be releasing it. Okay. So what that means, I don't know. I have to rewatch the keynote. Like I was watching the keynote like a little kid. I was like, "Oh my god!" And, yeah, they have it. Uh, I think they. What is but it? Did, say, I, w- I was so into it. My girlfriend literally said. You don't got to take me to work. I'll find a way to work. You're good. Watch it. You stay home, okay? You big damn baby. You big kid. No, it's not that. It's <laughs> just that there are very few things I get super excited about and I talk about for, for days. I've been talking about this for days. Oh, my God. I can't wait to watch it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And so, like, my girlfriend was very supportive and she was like, okay, go. You well, watch I mean, it. I'll go to work. Apple also has another event coming out. What is it? The Gigi, the, uh, what's the new Apple event that's coming out in like a week? Uh, where did I forgot what it's called? Hold on, WWDC. Yes, WWDC. That's supposed That's to be what today. Was Worldwide Developer Conference? Wait, that was today. I thought it was on the twenty. What? Hold on. I thought that was on the twenty fourth. Am I behind? Well, you might be. Oh crap! It was today. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Holy shit! Yeah, I missed WWDC it's, chat. It's long. It's almost like two hours, but they. Oh, and the new look of Mac OS is gorgeous. All right, don't spoil it. Gorgeous. Don't spoil it. I'm going to watch it after the stream. Um, All right, let's jump into our next new topic. Um, Zack Snyder cut. Uh, Cannot wait. Really? You're excited? I thought you were going to be like, ah, whatever. Um, I'm excited because I do like Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. Like 300 is one of my favorite films. Um, And when you examine a lot of his history in the... DCU or EU, whatever the fuck you're calling it. Yeah. There's a lot of studio interference that really got him got in his way. Yeah. Um, he originally wanted to make Justice League a two-parter movie. Oh yeah, that's what we we're talking about, everybody. FYI, Zach's uh, Zach Snyder, the director of Justice League, is putting out his own cut of the Justice League film. Extra extra uh, scenes. They're gonna uh, try to record new scenes, so they're gonna bring some of the actors back. So it's essentially going to be like Justice League 1.5. Yeah. 
maybe even no, 2.0. Actually, it'll be Justice League 1.0 because what we got was Justice League 1.7. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a really remember big... he left because his daughter committed suicide, so yeah. him and his family was dealing with that, and they brought in um, uh, Josh Wheaton. Yeah, right. Wheaton. I think it to... was Wheaton. Yeah. To redo like forty to sixty percent of the film, and they had two completely different tones as filmmakers. Yeah, and it ruined it. Because if you look at the original trailers and and even the 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 way it was, you know, color corrected, yeah. it's very different than what actually came out. I I personally was not a fan of Justice League. Uh, I'm a really really big DC fan, as you guys know. And when I heard the film was coming out, I was freaking excited but i was also a little upset because i'm like why are we getting a justice league film now we should have waited we i mean i know they want to follow their own model they don't want to follow uh, marvel but they should have followed the marvel formula we should have got um i mean we got the wonder woman film uh we should have waited for another film for like flash we should have got like one for aquaman before the film came out not after like we i think we needed a few films of these characters to kind of build up to this big Justice League moment. I think the film would have would would have just had a different feel on on everybody, and just how the film was edited was just really weird. I didn't like it. It, it. It's just I felt like it was just a bunch of jumbled scenes thrown together and say, "Hey, here we go. We got a film." You know, um, it'd be very much as if you made a film, and then you had to leave for whatever reason, and they told me, "Okay, Carlos, you take it over." Yeah. I and guess I can't like, be but, too bad on it. Yeah, you're, you're definitely. But they'd right. be like, "Oh, but make it funnier." <laughs> like, wait, what? But yeah. make it funnier. Don't make it so dark. Uh, change this and change that, and so essentially, it's not your film anymore. So, so, um, so did so did Snyder fully um, announce that he is like? I heard that there was a rumor that he was like actually shooting more uh, scenes. Is he really shooting more scenes, or is that just a rumor? Um. As far as I know, he is shooting scenes. He is shooting scenes with certain actors. Okay. Um, what happens is HBO took um, Warner Brothers um, didn't care about Justice League. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers' parent company, which I don't know who it is on top of my head, okay, uh, was kind of listening to the fans, and the fans wanted to see the Snyder Cut. And so HBO Max needs content. So they're like, well, we're going to pull a Mandalorian. We're going to pull a Star Trek Discovery. We're going to launch a streaming service and then get a product that people want to watch. And so they'll subscribe to watch this product. Yeah. So uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League will be broken up, I believe, into eight episodes. Okay. Um, And then people are going to watch them as episodes. And then once the whole thing is done, you can watch the whole thing as a movie. Oh, that's how they're doing it? That's yeah. weird. It's being released as episodes, which That's... I think is a brilliant idea. I guess, but it was it was already released as a film. Like I don't know, it's gonna feel a little weird for me. Well, I got news for you. There's a Green Lantern in Zack Snyder's Justice League. What? Yes. Did what? You know I didn't know that. Okay, there I just got more Green excited, Jack. Um, I'm... if you look at the trailers, now mind you, again, I'm reading all from rumor sites. Okay. But if you look at the trailers. When Alfred says, I was expecting you, sir, if you look at his eyes, there is a green glow. Oh, I gotta go back and watch it. 
wait, this is in the original Watch film, the or original, is this just in like a new the scene? Original trailers. You I got that. I gotta go back and watch that. Holy crap! I did yeah. not. I did so, not notice um, that. The rumor is the Green Lantern is in it. This has got interesting. This really got interesting. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, we're gonna. I think we're getting that cut. I don't think they gave us a hard date, but they did say it's coming 2020, 2021. That's, yeah. that's when we're gonna get it. So I'm freaking excited. It's fine by me. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely okay by it. Take, listen, take your time. Give me a better, you know, film. Do what you got to do. I'm a, I'm a huge Batman fan. It's just more Batman for me. So that's, that's all I'm so worried about. So let me ask you a question. What did you think of Ben Affleck's Batman? I thought Ben Affleck's Batman was freaking awesome. I so loved it. I, I thought he, he did the part perfect. Oh hell yeah! When when he announced that he wasn't coming back to play more Batman, I was. I was a little upset about that because he did such a great job and now i'm like all right here we go again we got to get another random person playing batman in the cowl again and he's probably going to look weird and just what ben affleck did for that character man like he had the look he had the physique he had the voice he he just had everything down packed and yeah. just in general and more like more importantly not only did he look like batman he looked like bruce wayne exactly and and that's that's the most important part. You have to look not just like Batman, but you gotta like look like Bruce Wayne. And I love the dark tone that he took with that character. I, I thought it was something that was definitely needed um, because, especially after you know, like the early Batman films, Batman Returns, and things like that. Um, I think he did a great job. You know, and speaking of Batman Returns, we're gonna segue into our next topic, which is a perfect segue. But. Uh, Oh wait, wait! Before you switch that, I just want to say this: I'm okay. not watching Sparkly Vampire Batman. You're not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Oh man, Sparkly Vampire Batman! For everybody who doesn't know, we're going to get uh, what is his name? Uh, Robert Patton from uh, Twilight. Twilight is uh, I don't know. He played in other films, but it's hard to think of him in anything else but Twilight. Is going to play the new Batman. I'm not happy about it, but then again, when I found out that uh. Damn, what's his name that uh, that played the Joker? I know you don't like him. Oh, the um, the guy that passed away. What is his name again? I can't think of his name. Oh, you do more Joaquin Phoenix? No, no, Joaquin Phoenix did a good job too. I like I like a Joaquin. Phoenix oh, you're too. talking about? Um... I feel so bad that I can't remember his name right now. Oh yeah, the Joker that passed away. Yeah, the one from Dark Knight. If anybody in chat remind me, who was the who was the guy that played the Joker from Dark Knight? Please let me know. Um, but yeah, like when I found out that he was playing Joker, I was like, eh, I don't know how that's going to go. And he knocked it out the park. He literally, no, he, he killed it. Like he knocked it out the no, park. No, he did. No, he did. You don't think he killed it? Oh, yeah, I forgot. No. You don't, you don't, you don't like that Joker. That's not your favorite Joker. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Um, yes. Heath Ledger. Now, if you watched a lot of these old mobster movies, like the black and white mobster movies. Yeah. And if you watched, um, was it? Uh, there was a cartoon, something like um, that was like a, a cat and a mouse that imitated Batman, and they had a frog that was a bad guy. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you see here, oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Why do you lie him? Yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds. That's what, that's what it sounded like to you. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's so serious. Okay, throw a little bit of fucking uh, Richard Nixon in there. Uh, <clears throat> I hated it. I loved him. I loved it. Um, I hated it. All right, so Joel Schumacher, our next news topic. The man passed, who killed the Batman franchise. The man that just 
did not do great with the Batman franchise. Has passed away. To, actually, has passed he away. He killed superhero movies for a long time. Yeah, I I didn't like any of his iterations of Batman. I didn't like any of his iterations of superhero movies. Um, he did direct the Lost Boys. I don't know if you knew that. And and Phone Booth and Eight Millimeter. Yes, which were good films. And episodes of House of Cards. Oh, Phone Booth was crazy. Lost Boys was the original Twilight. If you really, if you really think about it. No, 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 no. Lost uh, Boys was the Lost Boys. Lost. All right. Twilight is. Twilight, sparkle, 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 sparkle. Twilight was trying to be what Lost Boys was in a new generation. Twilight was an awesome. I mean, Listen, Twilight. Lost Boys was a great film. Joel Schumacher also did flat, uh, Flatliners. Really? That was the him? original. Yes. He did the original. Wow. Such a different style. Like, Flatliners was all chat. If you guys haven't seen Flatliners or Lost Boys, you got to go see this. The, those, he also those are did uh, great awesome uh, Time films. to Kill. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know those were Schumacher films. That that is insane. Yeah. His style has changed so much over the years. So much. Uh but yeah, he uh recently passed away at the age of eighty, so uh, you know. Definitely want to give props to him as a filmmaker. Some of his films weren't that great, I wasn't a fan of, but obviously uh some of his films I love and adore to this day. So. Did you like that movie, Number 23? Number 23, is that the one where Jim Carrey was in? Yes. I wasn't really crazy about that one. Schumacher film? Yeah, I, I wasn't crazy. He, he's a very eclectic director. Like, man, his styles are just all over the place. Oh, yeah. All Absolutely. over the place. Just thinking about the films he made, I'm like, wow, he made that? Big ups to uh, Joel Schumacher. You will definitely be missed. We appreciate all the films that you did offer us, whether they were good or bad. Definitely appreciate yes. your work for sure. Um, all right, we're gonna jump into our show topics. We got two more topics to jump in with you guys. Uh, speaking of directors, uh, Christopher Christopher Nolan, going back to him again. Uh, I think we talked about him earlier. Um, he's still trying to release the film Tenet in theaters. Uh, it was supposed to come out. Um, uh, I forgot what date it was supposed to come out, but it's now pushed back to July seventeenth. Why are people uh, still trying to put movies out in the movie theaters? I've never heard of it. I saw the trailer and it doesn't look interesting. What? You don't think the tenant looks interesting? No. I think it looks and good. And the sad part is every actor in that trailer I've seen in other things. I think they're all great actors. I don't know if it's the trailer was put together bad, but it just kind of seems like another inception. It does seem like another inception. It does. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, 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 I think there, it looks good, though. Honestly. I think they've done that. He's like, ah, whatever. I don't want to hear about that. I mean, so... No, it's, not, it's just that... Um, there are directors who repeat the same style over and over again. Understand? Yeah. Um, but there comes a point where you, you kind of get bored of it. Yeah. I... I get what M. you're Night saying. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan is a perfect example that you talked about earlier. Yeah. Oh my God, that was a stupid twist. Ah, I hate his movies. Yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, sick of hearing the same twist. I mean, In- Inception. The that one hole, that one movie he did with the black hole. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it it does kind of give me Inception vibes. It does. Uh, but I don't know. I I. I 
I still find it interesting though. I, I don't know why. There's something about like I think more what it is, I just want to know what's what's the storyline to this? Yeah, we might have seen this type of film done before, but what is this one about? What are you trying to do different with this one compared to and again, Inception? I did not understand what the hell was going on. The guy shoot in the trailer, he shoots a gun, but the gun comes from the wall and into his gun. Yeah. Mm, no. I mean, I just want to know what that's about. Like, what does he have powers? Is he a superhero? What, like, I'm. I think I'm more. I don't think it's me more so being. I don't. I don't think it's me more so saying, "Oh man, this film looks great." I think it's me more so saying, "Man, this film looks. It looks weird," and I'm intrigued by what the hell is happening. Like, I want to know what's going on. I want to know why it's going on. So I think that's why it's intriguing me, and I want to see it. I want to see an IMAX. Like, I just like watching movies in IMAX. So I mean, this is going to be available in IMAX. Apparently, they're going to do some amazing things. Uh, with those shots so i just want to see how it looks in imax and i just want to see, see how it sounds i'm a sucker for those films so um yeah, i don't one of us. i don't i don't know if i'm actually going to like go to the theater yet because like i said with everything happening i, I don't know if it's like do you think it's safe to go to the theaters right now obviously theaters are opening back up no so why do you think these movie theaters are allowing like christopher nolan is pushing back this film because he wants to try to like say, all right, well, we're not opening theaters yet. I'm going to push it back. I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to put it on on demand. He wants people. Because he wants people to experience this in in, in IMAX. And that's all fine and dandy and wonderful, but um, the movie industry is in, is not making money. Yeah. Here's the first time in history where TV has surpassed the movies. Yeah. Seriously, and streaming movie services is not movie industry is not happy. They're not happy. Yeah, I mean they're not happy. It, it, and I can understand it, but the bottom line is, I'm to the point where I'd rather be in my underwear scratching my webbles watching a movie at home <laughs> than uh than going out to a theater. Yeah, I mean I I don't think I'm ready to go yet. As much as I want to see this film. Uh, especially in IMAX, I just I don't think I'm ready to go yet, to be honest. I mean, I, Bro, I, just I, I got a safe. projector. I'm good. I don't. I can make my own theater at home. Me too. I got a nice <clears> projector. <throat> you know what? That's a good idea. I need to break my projector out. I haven't used it in a while. So. Bro, I got four. You got four projectors? Oh I yeah, got four projectors from the studio. DJ, remember? Plus from the studio. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to steal one of your projector screen things because mine is cheap. All right, so we're gonna jump into uh, our last news topic. Um, and it's been, uh, all right, so I'm going to break it down to you, Los, because I know you, you might not know the full details of everything that's happening. So over the weekend, uh, on social media and Twitter, there was a lot of cases that came out basically restarting the Me Too movement, uh, females from Twitch, females from Mixer, um, talking about experiences that they had with fellow streaming partners on both platforms about sexual abuse um, and, and you know, things like that. I'm not going to point out any particular individuals or any particular streamers. That's not my place to do that. Um, so that's been like, that's been a war on Twitter for the past few days. Also a, uh, an employee at Mixer also posted a tweet saying how he experienced uh, racism in the front office at Mixer. Um, I'm not sure when exactly it happened, but he said nothing got done. He went to the higher ups. They did nothing about it. So it was just a lot of backlash on Twitch and Mixer. Um, a lot of it has been coming from Mixer lately on the weekend. So then 
this was all throughout the past few days. And then today we find out I was in a mixer streamers stream, a mixer partner streamer stream, uh, just watching while I was checking email. And then one of her friends said, Hey, did you see that tweet? And uh, she pulled up the tweet and live on stream. She found out that mixer was basically bought by Facebook gaming. Microsoft didn't, uh, they did not announce this to partners. They didn't even announce this to some mixer employees. So mixer is apparently done. Uh, they're going to be closing down the website. I think, uh, the 22nd of July, basically, um, one thing that, well, there's a few things that suck about this. One thing is that you don't tell your partners that you're closing the website. You literally tweet it and they found out live on stream Two, some of your own employees don't even know about it. And three, in the midst of you having all this racial and sexist crap coming out of your company over the past few days, you put out some little stupid statement on Twitter and then you just basically announce, oh, we're closing the company in like a few weeks just to like sweep all the crap under the rug. So you announce that now, even if that plan was already in place with Facebook, why would you announce that now? I just want to get your thoughts. I know it's, I'm throwing a lot at you, but I just want to know okay. what you think about First, that. First, it sounds like a bad breakup. What do you mean? You know, like there are some couples that break up and the person who wants to do the breaking up, like changes the Facebook page right away and oh, then yeah. tell the partner. <laughs> um, yeah. I can That's see what it that. sounds like. Yeah. Uh, and two, I just think that you have to understand Microsoft is a multi-billion dollar company for a reason. Yeah. And the main reason is they know when to get out. Okay. And they looked at this and they said, we're out. We don't need this shit. This is not making us money. Um, we're losing to other platforms. Let's just get out. And I think that's what they did. I think it was purely a business decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to understand corporations don't pay people. They pay positions. Yeah. Understand. And they don't care about you being in, you're just employee number, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. You know, they don't care about you. You're gone. You're gone. You find out, you find out. Yeah. We'll send you a memo on Monday, whatever. But do you think, but do you think, and I understand that. I mean, I, I understand it's a total business decision. But in like, all right, let's say if you were the head of Microsoft in the midst of getting all this information about like sexist issues happening, racist issues happening the next day, you just say, oh, let's just close the mixer. Yeah. Why do, you think of, it didn't addri- why do you think it didn't address it? Because they were selling it anyway. But do you think they were selling it anyway? Yeah. Even if you were selling it, you don't do, think they should have came like out? This, deals like this don't happen overnight. Feels like this for weeks in development, if not months. Yeah, I could so imagine that's why they didn't care. I could imagine that they probably did have. I mean, obviously they're not just gonna like have something happen yesterday and just call Facebook like, "Hey, you want Mixer? All right, you can have it. I'll give it to you tomorrow." I know that obviously it would have had to have been in place for a while. I mean, and I understand the whole business side. I just think for one, for them to not, I don't know. I, I feel like if they had this in place, I just think that right now was the wrong time to do it. Because now it makes certain people going to look at Microsoft a certain way and be like, damn, like that's kind of screwed up. You, you didn't even handle this situation that happened to these women. You didn't even handle this situation, this racist situation that happened to this former employee. Um, it, 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 I don't know. I just think it gives Microsoft not the entire company, but I, I just feel like some people are going to have kind of a bad taste when they look at Microsoft now. Yeah, but people aren't going to think Microsoft. 
yeah. we're gonna think Mixer. Yeah, probably. Because even if in six months you report this, they're gonna be like Mixer, 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 Mixer. Yeah. You know. But yeah. most will say it's Mixer owned by Microsoft, and then they keep going. Yeah. Mixer, Mixer, Mixer. So the I, the the I don't think people get the concept that Mixer was owned by Microsoft. I don't think they get the concept that it's not its own company, really. It's part of another company. Yeah. So I don't think people will care because Microsoft didn't care. Yeah. Microsoft sometimes gets into businesses just to see if they can do anything. Yeah. Like when they got into to, to the gaming console, yo, the original Xbox flopped big time. Yeah. You know, but it had enough potential. And then once they hit the 360, it blew up. Yeah. It blew up. If Xbox it, One. Yeah. If it, so, I, I think if the 360 didn't become what it was, I don't think we would have had Xbox today. No, we wouldn't. I don't think we would have had it. I think they would have been like, eh, well, we're done. You know, yeah. so I mean, I, I think I mean, Mixer is one of that. Microsoft bought Bungie, which does Halo. Mm-hmm. Do you really think Halo's got. Do you play Halo now? Ever so often. Once in a blue moon. But it's not in your top 10. No. Not right now, no. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's a weird situation, man. It's, I, I just feel like, just like I was talking about earlier in the show, 2020 has been one hell of a freaking year, man. I yeah. am so done with 2020. I just feel like every. I feel like every day something else happens. And I know that's life shit happens i get it but with the way things have been happening this year i'm just like yo i feel like we're living in a freaking nightmare man you know um it sucks what happened to those women uh whether some of those stories are true or not we would never know unless there's like some physical proof but we would never know yeah i'm not going to judge the women i'm not going to judge the men because i wasn't there i don't know but if it did happen to those women i'm a guy who has a daughter and that sucks so hopefully that did not happen to those women and for that employee at mixer it sucks that you had that racial experience uh apparently long story short he said that his uh his boss was making uh some kind of um uh what do you want to call it um like he was trying to like describe something so he did like an analogy and said oh all these mixer partners are my slaves and i own them and i'm like I, I just don't think that's the best analogy to make in a in a front corporate office. Um, um, it's it's not a good analogy, but at the same time, you have to think about it. It's coming from someone who has no experience with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's ignorance, and people who don't experience the, the discrimination and all that other stuff don't get it. And they think that people who do go through it, oh, they're a bunch of crybabies. Well, no, because you've never gone through it. I I get that a lot when I talk about like Black Lives Matter and racism. People are like, oh, well, it happened years ago. What is what does that have to do with anything? Because oh, well, you know, slaves and all that that, that stuff happened like so long ago. Like, why is it a problem now? Because it still is a problem. Like people you, don't seem to understand the problem is not. Okay, yeah, slavery was a long time ago, but the problem isn't that slavery happened, it's everything that happened afterwards. Exactly. Where um, you had things like Black Wall Street, you had things where you had uh, black governors and things like that in the late 1800s. Yeah. As soon as the 1900s came, 
there were people who set out to take minorities and go, no, let's push them down. Yeah. And that is really what the problem is and the problem stems for. People who push it into slavery, you know, oh, but that slavery happened a long time ago. Yeah, but we're not talking about slavery. We're talking post-slavery. Exactly. And what happened afterwards. Yeah. And where those people try to make uh, black people feel like they were slaves again. And um, it's about that process. Like the number one thing that that's going to be tough about this topic in general is having that conversation with my kids. That's going to be the hardest thing. Yes, because your kids are in a unique position of being stuck in the middle of two cultures. Exactly. Two cultures that share a common language. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All right, Los. Um. So yeah, do you want to leave? I know we got like super serious with that topic, man. Um, yeah, but you know what? It's one of those things where, um, you and I can talk about it because we don't let. We can be honest about any ignorance we have on a topic mm-hmm. at the same time eloquently say our positions and say it in such a way that is completely honest and truthful yeah i think that's why we say these things true indeed i feel you so well on that okay, note back to, back to the funny part yeah man. <laughs> on that note man uh i just want to say rest in peace mixer man i started streaming on mixer uh oh. like two years ago um, so it, it sucks that it's going away, but Hey, things happen. Business happens. Uh, I just hope that all the people that did have issues on mixer, hopefully that get that resolved and hopefully things will get better for them over time. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to leave the beautiful people with anything tonight? Lois, you have any recommendations? Uh, I already well, have actually, one. I kind of want to do something a little different instead of recommendations. Uh Oh, uh Oh, is stepping off script forward to. <laughs> In television and movies over the next year, what am I looking forward to? Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the innovation. Uh, one thing I noticed with COVID happening, um, and I noticed it a lot in gaming. I know I just noticed it a lot in entertainment in general, but I noticed it more in gaming because I'm more involved in that world now. Um, like for example, when uh, PlayStation had their reveal events, and actually I meant to talk about that today, but there were just too many topics. PlayStation had their reveal event on the PS5 like a week ago, and it literally broke records on YouTube for the most watched gaming YouTube video of all time, which is impressive for Sony. Big ups to them on that one. But the number one thing I want to say is that the Sony uh, PlayStation reveal video was just top quality. Like it was just great quality, uh, you know, video. You know, basically um, with everybody being at home and not being able to be around each other, they really pulled that video off. That, that they pulled that video off very well. Even though we don't have E3 this year, that video felt like an E3 video. So, in, in regards to film and entertainment, I'm just looking to see how film companies, directors, uh, everybody in entertainment in general. I'm looking forward to see how they get innovative and try different things with all these different restrictions that we have from this year we can't be next to each other we can't record next to each other we can't shoot film next to each other so like some of the games for example some of the films that we're getting this year these were recorded like within the past two three four five years ago now we're getting down to the point where it's like all right uh we don't have anything recorded within the past year or two so what are people going to do how are they going to get creative how are they going to get innovative so i'm looking forward to just seeing how people get creative with that i think that's the biggest Ah. thing for me I kind of think it pushes animation to the forefront. Yes. 
I think so. I, I think I we're going to get a lot of that. that. Yeah, that, that that helps. My thing is, um, I'm looking forward to see how this changes the face of television. Yeah. Um, because I think the time off gave creative people a chance to write. Yeah. Gave a chance to create. Gave a chance to um, them think about how things are produced. Yeah. How to produce quicker. If anybody who's listening on uh, the audio version or the video version of the podcast, if you guys want to submit any of your questions uh, to ask during the last segment of our show, you can do that by uh, hashtag um, jhousepod, that's J-H-O-U-Z-E pod on Twitter. Submit your questions there or if in our Discord, just check out the Q&A section. Submit your questions there and we'll answer them live on the show. Um. So yeah, anything else you want to plug, uh, Los, before you get out of here? Anything special you're doing? Or uh, no, not no. really. Um, no, man. I've just I've been in a sort of creative block when it comes to DJing, so I'm just I have nothing to promote. I feel you. I feel you. Um, it's it's this whole COVID thing. I know I COVID. COVID is of... like it's messing everything up, man. It, it's I don't even know my days anymore. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just I think that. Um, I don't have much to get excited over. Yeah, same here. Same here. I, I think so, that's why when the PS5 event came out last week, I was freaking so excited because I'm like, man, something good is happening. Yay, let's go. You know, and it was the Apple event today. Yes, and I got to watch that. I'm so mad I missed that today. It was a tough Yo, day. So well made. Yeah. Like, it was so good. I'm like, you know what? We should keep this format for me. <laughs> and that's the thing. And I know we said we we're going to go, but that's the thing. One thing I'm also looking forward to is in regards to like all these events that happen, whether it's, uh, what is it? Disney 24 or 42, whatever that's called. Like the big Disney event that happens every year. In regard, oh, yeah. In regards to that, in regards to E3, in regards to any of these events, whether it's in, in the entertainment industry, being that people got so creative with, uh, you know, live streaming and doing their own shows online. What does that mean for the future? Are we going to have any more shows like this in the future? People are going to be like, well, if I can save money instead of hauling all these actors or all this equipment to this one location in LA or in here or in New York, if I can just do it in our studio, that's cheaper. So now I'm wondering, like, how are all these studios going to go going forward after COVID slows down? Are they still going to have these events? They probably should because it's something that you can connect with your audience with, but would they? I just want, I'm just curious if people are going to use more of those virtual sets and TV from now on. Yeah, I like think, I think so. Yes, that was really creative. The Mandalorian was filmed in the most creative which if you guys listening or watching haven't haven't checked that out, check it out. Yeah. Just Google how Mandalorian was created. It's amazing. Um, Alright, um, we're going to get out of here. We're running pretty long tonight. Um, yeah, if you guys want to uh, catch the show live, make sure you check out uh, twitch.tv forward slash K to the J. Um, we are also, you can find the VOD on youtube.com forward slash the J house. And uh, we're going to get out of here. So we appreciate everybody hanging out and chat live and listening to us on um, iTunes or YouTube. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week. Be safe. Don't forget week. to like, comment, and subscribe. For sure, for sure. All right, guys. Catch you later. All right, later.